Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Alright, so here we are for our evening prayer service for this Friday evening, getting ready to wrap up another week. Um, thank you uh, so much for joining me here in this uh, podcast in which I'm uh, going through the Anglican practice of the daily office, uh, this liturgical uh, service of morning and evening prayer said every day. Um, uh, this was helpful to me in my prayer and devotion life, and so I wanted to put this out to introduce it to other people. And hopefully, uh, if you're listening and uh, you've been enjoying this, then hopefully it's helping you in your uh, devotions as well. So I'm reading from the uh, Book of Common Prayer, uh, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Um, that church has a website, which is anglicanchurch.net. Uh, and if you want to follow along with the service, if you want to go to that website, you can um, uh, look for the resources tab, uh, click on that, and then on that page, look for Book of Common Prayer. Um, then when you click on that, the uh, uh, that page should have links to all the different services that are in the, um, in the prayer book, including morning prayer and evening prayer. Um, also... If you'd like to follow along, there's a website called dailyoffice2019.com, and that will actually have the uh, full order of service along with the readings, and you can just kind of scroll through all on one page um, and follow along that way. Um, Of course, if you just want to pray along with me here as I go through the the service here for evening prayer, that's uh, totally fine too. So uh, however you participate, or if you're just kind of curious and wanted to check things out um i'm definitely glad you're here and hopefully this will be a um a worthwhile uh time here for you a worthwhile endeavor so so as we get ready for evening prayer let's uh just take a moment in silence to prepare our hearts for worship Okay, so as I said, this is evening prayer for Friday, October 13th, 2023. Uh, This is the Friday in the church calendar. This is the Friday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. And we'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. 
we have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins, and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the false Helleron. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The Psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the 13th day of the month begin with Psalm 69. Save me, O God. For the waters have come up even to my neck. I sink down in the deep mire, where there is no ground. I have come into deep waters, so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying. My throat is dry. My sight fails me from waiting so long for my God. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. Those who are my enemies and would destroy me wrongfully are mighty. They bid me restore things I never took. O oh God, you know my foolishness, and my faults are not hidden from you. Let not those who trust in you, O oh Lord God of hosts, be ashamed because of me. Let not those who seek you be confounded through me, O oh God of Israel. Surely for your sake have I suffered reproach. Shame has covered my face. I have become a stranger to my brethren, unknown to my mother's children. Because zeal for your house has consumed me, and the reproaches of those who reproached you have fallen upon me. I wept and humbled myself with fasting, but that was turned to my reproach. 
I put on sackcloth also, and I became a byword among them. Those who sit in the gate speak against me, and the drunkards make songs about me. But Lord, I make my prayer to you in an acceptable time. Hear me, O God, in the multitude of your mercy, even in the truth of your salvation. Take me out of the mire, lest I sink. Let me be delivered from those who hate me, and out of the deep waters. Let not the flood waters drown me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut its mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your mercies, and hide not your face from your servant, for I am in trouble. O hasten and hear me, Draw near to me and save me, O deliver me because of my enemies. You have known my reproach, my shame, and my dishonor. My adversaries are all in your sight. Reproach has broken my heart. I am full of heaviness. I looked for some to have pity on me, but there was no one. Neither have I found any to comfort me. They gave me gall to eat. When I was thirsty, they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table become a snare for them, and let their prosperity become a trap for them. Let their eyes be blinded that they may not see, and make their loins tremble continually. Pour out your indignation upon them, and let your wrathful displeasure overtake them. Let their habitation be desolate, and let no one dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom you have stricken, and they talk of the pain of those you have wounded. Lay to their charge guilt upon guilt, and let them not receive your vindication. Let them be wiped out of the book of the living, and not be written among the righteous. As for me... When I am poor and in pain, your help, O God, shall lift me up. I will praise the name of God with a song, and magnify it with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord, more than an ox or a bullock that has horns and hooves. The humble shall consider this and be glad. Seek after God, and your hearts shall live. For the Lord hears the poor and does not despise his prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the sea and all that moves therein. For God will save Zion and build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The posterity of his servants shall inherit it, and those who love his name shall dwell therein. <clears throat> going on to Psalm 70. Hasten, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and put to confusion who wish me evil. Let them be soon brought to shame 
who cry over me, Aha! Aha! But let all those who seek you be joyful and glad in you. And let all who delight in your salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and in misery. Hasten to me, O God. You are my helper and my deliverer. O Lord, do not tarry. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So for our first lesson this week, we're continuing in the Apocrypha. Uh, so this is not canonical scripture, but it is written in around that same time. And um, according to the Anglican Church, they're not to be considered um, on level with the scriptures of the Old and New Testament, but they're considered useful for uh, for hearing, for um for inspiration, for um, just gleaning uh, good lessons from. So so this reading is a reading from the second book of the Maccabees, beginning with the eighth chapter, the first verse. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Judas, who was also called Maccabeus, and his companions secretly entered the villages and summoned their kindred and enlisted those who had continued in the Jewish faith. And so they gathered about six thousand. They implored the Lord to look upon the people who were oppressed by all, and to have pity on the temple that had been profaned by the godless, to have mercy on the city that was being destroyed and about to be leveled to the ground, to hearken to the blood that cried out to him, to remember also the lawless destruction of the innocent babies and the blasphemies committed against his name, and to show his hatred of evil. As soon as Maccabeus got his army organized, the Gentiles could not withstand him, for the wrath of the Lord had turned to mercy. Coming without warning, he would set fire to towns and villages. He captured strategic positions, and put to flight not a few of the enemy. He found the knights most advantageous for such attacks, and talk of his valor spread everywhere. When Philip saw that the man was gaining ground little by little, and that he was pushing ahead with more frequent successes, he wrote to Ptolemy, the governor of Cilicia and Phoenicia, to come to the aid of the king's government. Then Ptolemy promptly appointed Nicanor, the son of Patroclus, one of the king's chief friends, and sent him in command of no fewer than twenty thousand Gentiles of all nations to wipe out the whole race of Judea. He associated with him Gorgias, a general and a man of experience in military service. Nicanor determined to make up for the king to make up for the king the tribute due to the Romans, two thousand talents, by selling the captured Jews into slavery. So he immediately sent to the towns on the sea coast, inviting them to buy Jewish slaves and promising to hand over ninety slaves for a talent, not expecting the judgment from the Almighty that was about to overtake him. Word came to Judas concerning Nicanor's invasion, and when he told his companions of the arrival of the army, 
Those who were cowardly and distrustful of God's justice ran off and got away. Others sold all their remaining property, and at the same time implored the Lord to rescue those who had been sold by the ungodly Nicanor before he ever met them. If not for their own sake, then for the sake of the covenants made with their ancestors, and because he had called them by his holy and glorious name. But Maccabeus gathered his forces together, to the number six thousand, and exhorted them not to be frightened by the enemy, and not to fear the great multitude of Gentiles who were wickedly coming against them, but to fight nobly, keeping before their eyes the lawless outrage that the Gentiles had committed against the holy place, and the torture of the derided city, and besides, the overflow of their ancestors' way of life. For they trust to arms and acts of daring, he said, but we trust in the Almighty God, who is able with a single nod to strike down those who are coming against us, and even, if necessary, the whole world. Moreover, he told them of the occasions when help came to their ancestors. How in the time of Sennacherib, when 185,000 perished, and the time of the battle against the Galatians that took place in Babylonia, when 8,000 Jews fought along with 4,000 Macedonians. Yet when the Macedonians were hard-pressed, the 8,000, by the help that came to them from heaven, destroyed 120,000 Galatians and took a great amount of booty. With these words he filled them with courage and made them ready to die for their laws and their country. Then he divided his army into four parts. He appointed his brothers also, Simon and Joseph and Jonathan, each to command a division, putting 1,500 men under each. Besides, he appointed Eleazar to read aloud from the holy book and gave the watchword, The Help of God. Then, leading the first division himself, he joined battle with Nicanor. With the Almighty as their ally, they killed more than 9,000 of the enemy, and wounded and disabled more of most of Nicanor's army, and forced them all to flee. They captured the money of those who had come to buy them as slaves. After pursuing them for some distance, they were obliged to return because the hour was late. It was the day before the Sabbath, and for that reason they did not continue the pursuit. When they had collected the arms of the enemy and stripped them of their spoils, they kept the Sabbath, giving great praise and thanks to the Lord who had preserved them for that day and allotted it to them as the beginning of mercy. After the Sabbath, they gave some of the spoils to those who had been tortured and to the widows and orphans, and distributed the rest among themselves and their children. When they had done this, they made common supplication and implored the merciful Lord to be wholly reconciled with the servants. In encounters with the forces of Timothy and Bacchides, they killed more than 20,000 of them and got possession of some exceedingly high strongholds and they divided a very large amount of plunder, giving to those who had been tortured, and to the orphans and widows, and also to the aged, shares equal to their own. They collected the arms of the enemy, and carefully stored all of them in strategic places. 
The rest of the spoils they carried to Jerusalem. They killed the commander of Timothy's forces, a most wicked man, and one who had greatly troubled the Jews. While they were celebrating the victory in the city of their ancestors, they burned those who had set fire to the sacred gates, Callisthenes and some others, who had fled into one little house. So these received the proper reward for their impiety. The thrice-accursed Nicanor, who had brought the thousand merchants to buy the Jews, having been humbled with the help of the Lord by opponents whom he regarded as of the least account, took off his splendid uniform, and made his way alone like a runaway slave across the country until he reached Antioch, having succeeded chiefly in the destruction of his own army. So he who had undertaken to secure tribute for the Romans by the capture of the people of Jerusalem proclaimed that the Jews had a defender, and that therefore the Jews were invulnerable, because they followed the laws ordained by him. Here ends the reading. Let us say together the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> the second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Beginning with the 27th chapter, the 57th verse. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea, named Joseph, who also was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it, it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut in, in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that impostor said, while he was still alive, After three days I will rise. Therefore order the tomb to be made secure, until the third day, lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people 
he has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go, make it secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn on the first, the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. While they were going, behold, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. When they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, Tell people, his disciples came by night and stole him away from while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And let us say together the Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, 
I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in continual godliness, that through your protection it may be free from all adversities, and devoutly serve you in good works, to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A College for Faith. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, by your death you took away the sting of death. Grant to us your servants so to follow in faith where you have led the way. That we may at length fall asleep peacefully in you and wake up in your likeness. For your tender mercy's sake. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen.
at this point, feel free to pause the podcast to offer up your own prayers and needs and concerns to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together for the general Thanksgiving. All right, let us say the general Thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace, and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives. By giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom, with you and the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. You have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. Well, that wraps up evening prayer for this Friday. And this also wraps up our uh, week here uh, for this week together. Uh, We'll be coming back on Monday with morning prayer again. Um, If uh, you have any feedback, any comments, questions, you can reach out to me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter, or X as it's known now, uh, at CommonPrayer419. And if you have not yet done so, definitely subscribe to the podcast, uh, so that way you don't miss a service, and you are given the opportunity to rate and comment on it. Uh, Hopefully, if you are able to give this a good rating, uh, that'll definitely help us uh, get this word out to more people that need it, so... But with all that said, we'll wrap up here for um, this week. Uh, Again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. God richly bless you today and this weekend. And I'll see you next time.